Mama. A word that we all know, a word some of us hear a thousand times a day, and some are anxiously waiting for. It's a title accompanied by immense joy, deep loss, and hearty laughter. I'm Aubrey. And I'm Marin. We love mamas, and we love your strength and your sacrifice. We honor your easy days and the days where you hide in a closet. Because we have them, too. We know that moms need moms, and that's where we come in. And the best part is, you can show up in your messy buns and sweatpants and we'll never know. In fact, we're probably in ours too. We hear you and we want to connect with you. This is your community. So welcome to our sisterhood. Welcome to our circle. Welcome Welcome to to the Mama Hood. Hello, friends. We are back and we are alive. (laughs) (laughs) Barely. (laughs) Barely. As everyone else probably is too. Um, We've been bunkering down and focusing on our families during this crazy time, so we hope you'll forgive our absence, but we wanted to check in, um, share some important updates about the podcast, and also let you know that we are back up and running even if there are some changes to be made. I know, this is so fun. We actually haven't even recorded a part like this. So it feels kind of weird, but we're excited to be back and to connect with you guys again. And of course, we have our swigs still, even if we're recording far apart. So (laughs) if you guys don't know what swig is, it's just like a treat. So we always have these swigs every time we record. And I'm missing (laughs) Erin tonight because I'm not with you. But this is so fun to do over the phone, quarantine style. Quarantine style. Which, P.S., I'm missing our wins and fails. I'm missing here. I'm missing hearing all of yours, Mare. So maybe we <laughs> should just start with some fails. wins and fails, like Corona edition. Okay, I'm excited. <laughs> um, do you have any? Oh, what fails do I not have? I mean, let's be real. Whatever. So many fails from Corona. Oh. <laughs> Cut my headphones are <laughs> Let's see. Um fails, fails, fails every single day when my children wear nothing but diapers. That's a good <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> hey, less um, laundry. I call it a win. <laughs> yes. Um I don't know. Let me think for just a second. Do you have one ready? Yeah, I'll share mine. So this is a win slash fail because I'm going to share the fail of it and then I'm going to share the win because I feel really bottled up right now as all of us do, right? But I feel like I that loss of control, like we can't control what's going on in the world and I have little kids depending on me and it's just this bottled up feeling. And so I get really like... I don't know how, like I, I couldn't, I didn't know how to release like these feelings I was having. And so they would come out in forms that I didn't want them to. So like I was yelling at my kids every single, like every day, like there would be a time where I would yell at my kids here and there, but those first, because I just felt like I had no outlet. I was just like 24 seven mom being at home, like responding to everyone's needs. And I, I didn't know how to get out of that, like feeling of being bottled and I feel like everyone probably feels that way so 
every day was turning into a yelling day, which I hate, I hate, hate, hate that I yell sometimes. And so, um, I decided that I was going to be like, okay, I'm going to scrap. I mean, I, I started to eat a ton of sugar. I started to just like not take care of myself, which I feel like is like normal when we, <laughs> we start to stress. So this week I just was like, you know what? I, I'm just going to switch gears. Like I can't do this. I need a schedule. I need, and we're going to talk about this in a little bit, but I need like, I need to have structure just as much as my kids do. And I need to have an outlet of where I can physically move my body. And so I started to work out every day and I hate working out more than anything, (laughs) but I started to do that. And every day that I work out, I don't scream at my kids. So I feel like it's kind of my natural release that I need to do. And it's in a healthy way that like helps my kids not have to be yelled. That's like a win fail because I feel like I hate that I have become more of a yelling mom, but I also have figured out a way to help, you know, combat that. So that's my win and fail. What's yours, Mer? I think that's great. Um, And I love that you found a way to deal with that. And I think that's really good advice for everybody who's also struggling with that, which is probably all of us. Um, Okay. A fail that is specifically coming to my mind right now is, um, so a big part of home quarantine is home church. (laughs) So we've been, we've been having church at home and, um, the other day it wasn't, it was last Sunday. We were talking about, um, how we can pray if we're having a hard time. And we'd been talking about it for like 15 minutes, like how we can pray when we are having a hard time or we're sad or scared. And then at the end of the lesson, we're like, okay, let's just, let's just review with our little boy. He's about to be four. And we were like, so Hudson, what can you do if you feel sad or scared? And we've been talking about this for 15 minutes and he just looks at us and he's like, um, I just want to hit some people. (laughs) (laughs) Don't we all though? Okay. (laughs) Well, yes, I agree with you, but did you just learn anything from what we said? Probably not. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Just want to hit some people. I think we all are going that same way. A win that is coming to my mind that's just cracking me up is that we we are preparing to move right now and we've been going through all of our stuff, getting rid of so much stuff. So I feel like I feel like I could do a whole episode on like living with less because of what I've been learning through this. But anyways, it's been fun though to dig up some of our um old like treasures and things. And the other day Dallin found a harmonica. Um and ever since he found his harmonica, my little almost four-year-old plays it constantly. I mean, constantly. He's <laughs> always playing the harmonica. <laughs> and he doesn't know how to play it. But I have had so many mornings where I literally wake up to a harmonica in my ear because he climbs in bed with me in the middle of the night and wakes up and just starts playing his harmonica so oh my gosh I'm dying that's so cute though (laughs) so cute so funny so loud 
And Dallin's like, well, <laughs> so there's like loud. spit. There's like spit flying through the harmonica. Dallin's like, well, I'm never going to use that again. That's that's your harmonica, <laughs> bud. He can learn. Oh, he's so cute. <laughs> I love that. I saw that in your stories and I'm like, oh, it's like so loud. But like one day you'll look back and be like, OK, but how cute. He just climbs in to serenade me while I'm waking up. That's so cute. Best way to wake up. Just harmonica in the ear plus spit everywhere. <laughs> I miss I miss your kids. They're so cute. <laughs> okay, so speaking of fails, um, we have totally failed at keeping all of our listeners updated. And that's because we've just been making a lot of changes, discussing a lot of things and um, making a lot of decisions about the podcast. But So what we're going to share with you today is just important to us, and we know that you guys are always there to support and back us up. Um, And above all, we just, like, first order of business, just want to thank you all so much for supporting the show, showing up for us just week after week as you are accepting us as we are. (laughs) That's a big one. Yeah, totally. Totally. We just truly love all of you and wish that we could just come into each of your houses right now and forget social distancing and give you a big hug. And um, we just want to remind you that you can do this and just to take it one day at a time. (laughs) Totally. And you're doing better than you think. I mean, I think as moms, some of us feel like this is no change at all. We're just still doing our own thing and we're all staying Mm -hmm. home. But I think for a lot of people, it's changing so differently for each. For us, it's, it's Shay working at the hospital and that brings a whole side of fear because he's still having the hospital or for others, it's, you know, you're the provider or you're, you're trying to work from home and it's having to deal with daycare that you don't have anymore. You know, I think every, every mom has such a unique circumstance right now and so proud of you guys like we see it in in what you're doing we see it in our interactions with you and you guys are just doing awesome so props to you guys and you're doing it (laughs) so um but today we just wanted to kind of discuss a couple quick changes to the podcast and then we're gonna just dive in with some ideas for entertaining your little ones while you're at home and doing some mama self-care during this crazy pandemic we're all dealing with we need that so bad. Um, so just really quick, the podcast. Um, we want to keep showing up for you guys, um, whether it be every week or a couple times a month. Um, we we are going to keep showing up and being there for you guys for the time being. And as you all know, it is super time consuming and expensive to run the show. It requires us to stay up late recording and editing and um we love doing it, but we also want to make sure that we can continue to produce it for you guys. So um, we decided to set up a Patreon account for the show. So if you don't know what Patreon is, it's a way for podcasts to be supported by patrons through just small monthly donations. Um, and we're so excited to have started a Mamahood podcast Patreon account where you can go over to support the show, if, but only if that's something you'd like to do. Um, We will include a link in the show notes where you can go over and just pledge a donation of $1 a month to help the Mamahood podcast. And even just $1 adds up, you guys, and will help us pay for the equipment, the editing, the sound design, the website, the uploading of all of our episodes that we can keep showing up here for you. So if you'd like to help us support the show, please head to the link in our show notes and become a Mamahood podcast patron. Um, thank you for letting us just be vulnerable with you and 
and understanding that we're we're stay-at-home moms like you and every bit that we put into this show is just it's just it's our passion project for you we want to be here for you and um we just thank you for showing up here again and again to support us totally and we'll dive into this later too but we have also just kind of you know, had, I mean, Marion's had a lot of transitioning in her life. I've done a lot of different transitions with mine and it's awesome to still come together and connect with you guys on here. But we also have to make sure that we are putting our, our mom calling in order. (laughs) No, Mm -hmm. rephrase that. But we just, we've just been able to kind of reprioritize what we're wanting to do. And this is kind of the best way we've decided to do it. And, um, it's just, we just love connecting with all of you. So thanks for just supporting us and being here. It's awesome. So let's just have a little Corona chat. Can we, (laughs) (laughs) I want to hear what has the quarantine been like for you in a couple sentences, Mare? Ooh, in a couple sentences, I just want to say, I guess I would just say I am surprisingly grateful for quarantine. Um, I know that it's really, really hard and and there are hard moments, but I have had a really tough few months where I've had to spend a lot of time away from my kids um, at the doctor and doing other things for my own health. Um, So this time that I've had to just be forced inside with them um, and kind of making up for lost time is kind of how I've been able to see it. Um, That's my first thought. My second thought is just pure chaos. (laughs) totally totally everywhere I mean like the (laughs) constant snacking nobody's wearing any clothes and and it's fine but it's also chaos (laughs) totally what about you oh my gosh I was gonna say excuse me I was gonna say the same thing I feel like in like two words I feel like it's a sticky tornado. Like, I feel like when I feel like the trick to having little kids is like cleaning your house and then leaving and like taking them to get their energy out at the park or taking them right. to run errands with you or, but being at home and not being able to leave or do much, I just feel like my house is getting torn apart completely too. Nothing but it stays. What's been emotionally and like physically and mentally, I feel like it's such a roller coaster. And I have to keep myself in check because it's for sure, like, it takes a toll on every aspect, you know, whether it's relationships mm-hmm. or mentally or spiritually or whatever. I feel like it's been a roller coaster. So some days I feel really good and other days I'm just, I feel exhausted. I feel beat. And I think it's just part of this crazy ride we're in right now. Mm-hmm. So I've been able mm-hmm. to see, you know, the good about it too. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you feel like you have, I feel like I've seen either people who have like Corona insomnia where they just can't sleep or like Corona exhaustion where they just want to sleep all day. Which one is it for you? Oh man, I think at first I felt that like fear, which is okay. So this is crazy. I launched my Anya stuff the day everything was starting to shut down. And that's when me and Marin saw each other and Mm -hmm. like, it was so weird because I went to the store right by her house. I was up up her way where a couple we live a couple. I was uh, at a store by her house and like the lines were insane. Like people were just mm-hmm. in pure panic. And I think that seeing that triggered something because I was like, oh, my gosh, like people are 
going insane. I couldn't find a thing of wipes. And then I stood in line for like 45 minutes for the one box I found, you know, like, yeah, it just instilled this like panic in me. And it was so it was just so weird. And I had seen you that same day. But I just feel like since then, like the panic kind of subsided. And it's more of just like, okay, like accepting that this is every day for right now. And knowing that it's going to normal things will come back to normal. But it's just a matter of enduring through it and making the best of it because there's nothing we can do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> totally. And still, like, I'm so confused as to why, but still, yesterday, I could not for the life of me find a pack of Clorox wipes. Like, I I could not find them, and I'm so confused. I'm like, didn't everybody already buy enough Clorox wipes? Like, why are there no Clorox wipes <laughs> here for me? And I, I know, I know. We all well, know I that I don't I... know how to clean my house with anything else. <laughs> <laughs> You're like out on, on every, in every store just trying to find one single wipe. I, I was. I didn't, really answer, <laughs> I didn't really answer your question, though. I You asked about insomnia. I feel like oh, yeah. there was that fear at first, but now that it's subsided, I'm more like relaxed and just accepting it. So mm-hmm. I don't know. What about for you? Um, it really changes. There are days where I'm just so exhausted. And I think it just comes from the constant, like from morning till night, I am the sole person entertaining my kids. And like, I feel like I am constantly cleaning way more than I used to be because of that, like stuck inside messes keep happening. Um, like our dishes just add up so much quicker. So I feel like I'm, I just get so exhausted by the end of the day. But then it's almost like I feel so overwhelmed from the day that I just want to like chill out and read or watch a show or whatever. And then I'm up late. So it's a vicious cycle. (laughs) It totally is. I'm in the same boat. I just want like from eight to like midnight. I just want it to last forever because. The days just feel so long and Shay works so long that I feel like a single mom right now sometimes during the day Mm because it's just a long day, but it's just temporary. This isn't forever, right? It's not. It's not forever. We have to keep reminding ourselves of that. It's been going on for a month now, so it does, it, it can feel like forever, but. It totally does. And I think I had this realization too the other day that I just was like, okay, it feels like time has completely stopped but my kids Mm -hmm. are still growing and I have to still enjoy where they're at because they'll be you know what I mean like even babies Mm -hmm. just grow so fast and I have to just enjoy what I have because this is what I get you know yeah exactly and such I mean what who do we even know who raised kids in recent history that just got to like was forced to just stay home with them like for a month, you know, I know. it is, it is yeah. a kind of a cool opportunity for us as parents. I think so too. I think of like the teenage parents too. I'm like, how, how cool that like, like selfishly they get to like have their teen home without the teen leaving. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I would be just force so them there. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah I know. Like the government is forcing them to stay home. Like how awesome that we can have a hundred percent of each other right now. And that this plague is caused that to happen because I think maybe it's kind of adjusted all of our sales a little bit and Mm -hmm. I don't know it's kind of a it's kind of unique for sure yeah I definitely think coming out of this quarantine situation I'm going to be way more choosy about where I spend my time and what is worth like 
leaving the house or taking time away from my kids for, you know, because now I've just learned how nice it is to just have each other that I think we're all just going to be a little more choosy, you know, about what we do. It's so true. Yeah. And appreciate those that you get to see. And like, I don't know, it is, it has brought so many perspectives for sure. And where you want to spend your time. I love that. It's so true. Okay, well, we don't want this to last forever, so let's jump into our little ideas. Um, so I, I was gonna, yeah, me too. So I was gonna share, um, with you guys just three ideas for entertaining little kids because we all know that we're all doing that right now, <laughs> and yeah, totally, we're maybe sick of pulling out the play doh and maybe sick of watching PJ Masks. Um, so, um, okay. So the first one that has worked really well for me, um, surprisingly is YouTube tutorials. And I didn't think this would be what I've been using, but it's been really, really fun. Um, so specifically my kids are three and four and, um, this is great for them. I think it would still be great for kids up to like five six seven years old um but we yeah which ones do you do so we have done um watercolors or like any type of painting but watercolors are the cleanest easiest to clean up so um there's all kinds of like kid watercolor tutorials on youtube and i've found the ones that are like i literally type in watercolor tutorials for kids and I can put some links yeah I'll put some links in the show notes too but I look for the ones that are like really long because (laughs) they sit there and just paint for like however long the video is and then they'll want to do another one and another one I have literally entertained my kids for like an hour or more um just painting these youtube painting watercolor tutorials it's been really cool that's awesome Um, yeah that's awesome and then they have them for other stuff that we've done so they have mega blocks you know those like big legos like the fat legos yeah so my kids love those and they have mega blocks tutorials so they'll sit and um try and build like a dinosaur or a castle or whatever they're building on the tutorial and then they have like regular lego tutorials or play-doh tutorials so like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that. I need to look those up. Yes. So some easy ways to have your kids, you know, like getting creative with stuff. And um, I don't know. That's just been a really big hit for us. And I just put it on our TV on like our, our Roku app. But you could put it on like your phone or computer or something too. Oh my gosh, that's genius. Because um, I get sick of like, okay, now try to do. I, I mean, we've done art of hub. Is that what it's called? Like mm-hmm. the kids art channel where they help them draw stuff, which is cool, but mm-hmm. I need more. So that's awesome. I'm going to look that up. Yeah, we've we've done the drawing one too, but my kids got tired of it. And like usually when they paint or do mega blocks or whatever, I'm trying to help them do it, which, which obviously I do that every day too. But like sometimes you need to be able to sweep the floor for a second or load the dishes like or whatever. Walk away. But, yeah. 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 So this has been really good for them. That's awesome. I love that. Um, okay, my second idea that has worked really well for us 
is like um, cleaning toys, cleaning rocks, cleaning shoes, cleaning the car, cleaning bikes. Um, I'll explain. Like I have just, as we're, we've been moving and stuff, I've been pulling out all of our toys, trying to sort through them, decide what we're going to bring, what we're going to give away. And um, we got out this big like bin and I put soapy water in it and I put it on the porch and I just kept bringing them all of their toys and they were just literally cleaning their toys. Like they were, they did this for hours. I'm not even kidding. Hours. They were just, I love this so much, rubbing their toys clean. And then the next day I was like, well, maybe they could just like clean rocks. So <laughs> we did another bin totally. of soapy water and I got them some sponges and they, I was like, okay, get all the dirt off the rocks. They cleaned the rocks clean. <laughs> It is the best. We did this at our old house, and it is the oh, you best. Did? They, they yes. spend hours. Like, get them a toothbrush to scrub them, and they yes. love it. Yep, toothbrush, a sponge, a rag. Um, so then I did it with, or like, like a their, spray bottle. Yeah, 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 anything. Um, it works so good. And then I decided to do it with their native shoes, you know, like the waterproof shoes. Yeah. I was like, your oh shoes God. are muddy. Can you clean your yeah. shoes? So then they cleaned their shoes and they were getting it all out of like all the little cracks in the bottom of the shoe. Took them like a half hour. And then, <laughs> <laughs> then I was like, oh, well, why don't you just clean the car? So I gave them some sponges and they were like wiping down my car. And then I oh had them gosh, clean their bikes awesome. and their scooters. So like just anything. Like a car yeah. wash. That's cute. Yes. Yes. And um, they also... They've done this before, but they've been doing it again. Cleaning their, you know, those like classic plastic cars that kids can sit in, like the yellow and red one. Yes. Yeah. So they will go out and clean that one. They'll draw on it with chalk and then clean off the chalk with the hose. So these are like, it sounds like I'm just putting my kids to work, but it honestly just entertains them for so long. And I feel like it's teaching them something too like it's teaching him how to clean totally <laughs> no totally our last house we had an unfinished yard so we did the rock thing all the time and I would mm-hmm. just I would say it's like a, make it a full process the the bigger the process the better and <laughs> yeah. longer it takes like I would have them like wash them and then I'd have them spray them and then I'd have them scrub them and then have them then the, the rocks have to dry so then the next day you paint them and then like I just I'm all about these like mm-hmm. <laughs> non-cost time-consuming activities (laughs) they're gonna be like what did you learn during quarantine quarantine and your kids are like uh how to clean the mud out of my shoes (laughs) (laughs) i love it though i know it's so good and just throwing like throwing anything into like a tub of soapy water like i feel you could throw like their cups and plates in there too just whatever totally oh my gosh i love that i love that (laughs) i love that um (laughs) The last thing that we've been consistently doing is building things out of cardboard. And um, the reason I love this so much is because, one, it's like using up all my, like, boxes that I don't know what to do with. Um, like, my diaper boxes and other Costco boxes and everything. Yeah. Um, and it also, like, just entertains them all day. Like, I feel like if I spend... I'll spend like a half hour to an hour building something out of cardboard. We've done a train, a boat, a rocket ship. Um, we've done. Okay, but where... you have to like expand. How are you building it? Or what are like if I have an applesauce box and a diaper box? <laughs> I would have no idea how you did that. Um. Well, like an applesauce box. 
is smaller but you could do the same thing you can make it a small rocket ship the rocket ship we've done a few times because it's their favorite one but like you just cut you cut the flaps so that the flaps are like a triangle so the shorter flaps are oh yeah yeah so the shorter one of the short flaps is like a pointy triangle that's like the front of the rocket and then the other short flap i cut into like um the exhaust what do you even call it? Oh my gosh, you're like so crafty. Where the fire comes out? No, it seriously does not take me that long. And I'll I'll put some photos, but and then cut the other sides into wings. But sometimes I will literally just take a marker and like draw on the box like wheels and then I'll draw like on the inside of the box like a steering wheel or buttons. Oh my gosh, um, you're so cute. But you can look on Pinterest or, like, look online and just look up, like, cardboard train, cardboard boat, cardboard spaceship. And, like, you don't have to – this might sound overwhelming. Guys, I am, like, the most, like, (laughs) not – I am not a crafty mom. This is (laughs) – this is not hard. You can do, like, you can do the bare minimum and your kids will still think it's awesome. And – then oh, it, and, I love this though. All of these are like free and at home stuff though. Like that's right, awesome. right. And just any, I mean, anything. I mean, we've built forts, but just trying to like find ways to to build something together because I feel like then you're bonding together over that process. But then it also entertains them for like several hours afterwards. It's so true. And when we do the cardboard ones, I'll usually give them some crayons so they can, like, decorate it on the outside, too. And that takes them forever, too. Do you notice my theme of, like, what's going to take my kids forever to do? I know. That's (laughs) what we need. (laughs) We need the most time-consuming thing. Well, that's what's crazy, too, is, like, every – I mean, all of these moms listening, too, like, everyone just is in a different stage. So whether you have some kids are in school or – that you're actually trying to homeschool or you have mm-hmm. tiny babies. But these are things that like, I mean, just any activity, like they're just age. You can do them with all ages, you know, like right. if it's just your baby, have them color on the cardboard box. If it's, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? There's just so mm-hmm. many different ways you can implement all of these. That I love. So it's for like everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be out washing my rocks tomorrow, Mary, to get the time, <laughs> time to pass faster. <laughs> Yeah, take some pictures of your kids cleaning rocks and send them to us. Yeah, it's the best. It gives them, it just takes so much time. It's awesome. I love those. And if you guys have other ideas, like, I just think we should start a thread of this because it's, it's awesome. I think so too. Okay, so I'm going to be sharing a couple ways to take care of yourself during quarantine because we're all dealing with craziness. And I have been diving into the mental health stuff lately, and it's just been so fascinating. And I've just been doing a bunch of different things that have helped a ton. So um, I think we can all, all agree that the quarantine has kind of given us moms just this roller coaster ride, right? Like some days we're doing mm-hmm. okay, some days it's just like rough. And I want to just kind of talk about a couple of things to jump to. Like if you're feeling like you're having a rough day, I just want to bring up those things that we can be like, okay, let's try to do this every day or let's try to do this. So the first that I feel like has been so helpful and it's so simple, but it goes back to what I've talked about before where I try to catch the sunrise and sunset every day. I've kind of, (laughs) I don't do that as much anymore, but with this quarantine stuff, I've tried to find and like 
physically look for golden moments. So whether that's when my girls are laughing together and they're making each other laugh or they're in the tub happy or they're, you know, whatever it is where it just feels good. And I try to like get rid of all my distractions and just watch them in that happy moment. Or if like the sun is shining through my windows and it feels happy, I just try to take a minute and soak that in. Because even though our days are different than what we're used to, and this is kind of our new normal right now, there is still so much beauty in all of it. And you're still living a beautiful life at your house. And you can make it beautiful that way too, if you can focus on those moments. So for me in, in enjoying it, it's finding those moments or just like, allowing yourself to embrace it. Like my little girl climbed in the shower with me the other day and I don't, I don't shower with my kids, but she did. And she just came in and she just laid on me and it was like, we both needed skin to skin for a minute and that love Mm -hmm. and connection. And it just, I feel like maybe this is God's way of telling the whole world to slow down for a second and just embrace each other and find what's the most important thing. Because I just, I feel like how cool is it that there's a plague that's making us all stay at home with our kids and being there a hundred percent. I do. I mean, obviously there's a lot of abuse and, and I'm not naive to all of that stuff that's going on. That's terrifying. But for the majority of the homes, you know, there's, there is a lot of love happening, which I think is so cool. So that's my first thing. Um, the second thing I wanted to point out, if you're dealing with like the anxious feeling that's swarming around everybody, I feel like. Um, this is actually from a therapist and one of the girls in my Anya group shared it. But when you're dealing with like the anxious feeling of it all, um, something that you can do is you can either have like a physical box or you can just put this on your phone or whatever is best. But like figure out five different senses that helps that helps you feel better. So like for touch. I love my Serenoni blanket. So I just wrap myself in that and feel good with that. Or with Mm -hmm. here, I have certain songs that are helping me feel better. Or, um, I mean, just throughout all of your senses, if it's chocolate, if it's, (laughs) if Mm -hmm. it's, um, what are the other senses? Touch, hear, see, smell, if it's your favorite lotion, um, just different, find something that you feel like you can grasp onto that's physical and allow yourself to to enjoy that one thing if you just need a second to to have I think it's super helpful and it brings you kind of to that mindful state of right here right now you are okay and even though fear and all this stuff can swarm in your brain it still is okay to focus on right now you're okay and allowing that those five senses to kind of come to the front of your mind helps you to come back to where you're at and remember that you got this, you're going to do You're going to be okay. And that's just one, one way to help too. So those are the first two things. <laughs> I love I that like so much. To all this. I feel like there's so much we could say about all these, but I'll kind of just skim over the rest. So the third one is I started to do this because, um, so with our our church, we obviously aren't meeting together right now, and we have what we have these um, temples for our church too that we can go to whenever we want if we have a temple recommend, and um, it's amazing because it's a huge source of peace. And so when the temples closed, it kind of put my heart in panic because I'm like, oh, that is like where I go to for peace, you know? That's where I find peace. And totally. um, I was we were talking with my family during on Easter. And, um, my mom made a comment 
about how we each can have our own sacred grove. I just, I think that creating that for ourselves is crucial right now. And so what I've been trying to do is every day I try to set up an appointment with God because I need that time. So whether you believe in God or the universe or whatever, set up a time with God to spend time with Him or to spend time in stillness. And Mm -hmm. what I've done is I just have a room in my house that I've created as my sacred grove where I just try to keep it clean. Or before I read my scriptures or pray, I just try to like clear out the clutter. And even if I'm I don't have enough time to clean it all up. I just try to clear out the corner or whatever it is. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. You can even get outside for it. You can do whatever. But setting that appointment to talk to God is huge. And it allows yourself to be still and focus on the here and now and know that there is, even though you don't feel in control, He is. And you can absorb that and know that He's helping you and He's guiding you to do what you need to do with your family. So love that. So that's been. I don't know. That's been a huge one for me that I felt like has been huge because I really was. I started to spiral right when we first were kind of diving into all the quarantine stuff. The very first night, even that night after I was with Marion that I was telling you guys about, I went home and I um, I spiraled really hard. And I think that when we're in fear and when we live in that anxiety mess, We have to stop ourselves and we can readjust that focus and readjust those thoughts. And sometimes we need extra help, like from doctors and actual like medicine or whatever. But there are things we can do to help ourselves that way, too. So my last one is number four, which was um, I just okay, Mary, you know, those schedules that have been going around. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like the quarantine schedules, right? So first I was like, okay, that's an awesome idea. And then two seconds later, I'm like, no, that idea sucks. (laughs) How are we like, I just, I've had, (laughs) I've had both feelings for people who schedule and no schedule. But then I had realized that I really struggle without having a schedule. And so I went in and I kind of threw everyone else's schedules to like the side. I thought they were great to like get ideas off of, but I kind of just put them aside. And here. Here's what I want to say is honestly, it's awesome that all these like cool um, schedules are going out and you can get ideas, but seriously, just break it down for yourself and your family. So I realized that my six-year-old really needs structure. And so I sat down and I wrote down what he needs every single day. And then I mm-hmm. created a schedule off of that. And you, I wanted to focus on my non-negotiables. So like for me, um, reading my scriptures is a non-negotiable or... I'm trying to make my working out a non-negotiable. Like there's specific mm-hmm. things named like three or four that are non-negotiables that are crucial for your mental health. So whether that's you time for a half hour a day after your husband gets home from work or after the kids go to bed yeah. or whether that's meditating or whether, you know, whatever it is, I feel like having that non-negotiable has been huge for my brain to be like, okay, I work out because this is a non-negotiable. I'm going to, it just happens. I have to do it every day. You know, like this is happening, whether it's at nine o'clock or 12 o'clock, but it's happening. And I think kind of setting that routine just helps kids feel that stableness because I, I, is stableness a word? I don't know, but (laughs) but I feel like it gives them kind of, yeah, it gives them the stability (laughs) and it gives them security. That's the word I'm looking for. It, it gives them a sense of security that they know what's coming. They know what to expect. They know what they're supposed to do. Like I had no jobs for my six-year-old to do. I had nothing. And finally I sat down and I was like, no, 
this is what we're doing. And he has a clip up system, which I can share later, but I, it's been life changing because I can say, Hey, you have to do this, this, and this in order to clip up to get your prize. And he totally does it now. And it's, he thrives off of doing it instead of trying to avoid the TV all day long. I have an actual system where I can refer back to as like in my toolbox to say, no, this is what you're expected. And then they do it. So I think having a schedule for me has been huge just to help my, my brain do that. And then focusing on those non-negotiables has been super helpful. Um, I keep this, I'm like ranting Mary, you can stop me. (laughs) Oh, keep going. The last thing I wanted to share really fast is just, and I shared this with Mary and I think I'm Marco Polo the other day, but I, I feel like find those things that like make you tick. Like for me, having a really messy house is really hard. Like I struggle with that and I feel like it's all, it's constantly messy and I can't get on top of it. Specifically like laundry. I feel like I'm swimming in it all the time. Mm-hmm. So what I ended up doing, um, after a few weeks of trying to catch up on laundry and feeling like it was a joke, I was like, okay. I, and I was going to do this a couple years ago. I just never had, but I, I just put all of the kids, I know they're just going to be home, right? So I put all of their like play clothes, seven pairs of them, and then like two jammies for the week. So that's all the the clothes that I'm allowing them to have in their drawers that they can pick out. And then I put all of their other clothes in a bin and put them away somewhere. So I can pull them out when school starts or I can pull them out when we like are going somewhere or whatever. But Right now we're not going. We're not going anywhere. So now I only have two loads of laundry every week: whites and their clothes, <laughs> and that's awesome. for all of us. And I'm like, this is amazing. Before I was like in six to eight loads every single day. It felt like, but I just mm-hmm. feel like now I just do. They have the same towel every like the whole week, and they know. So like my kids have have caught on. Like, oh, this is my only pair of jammies. So I'm gonna go put my jammies back in my drawer because this is my only pair, and I'll wear these later. So. Mm-hmm. That's been huge for me. I think finding those things that that make you tick, maybe it's you have to get your workout in, like make sure that that happens. Just do those things that are non-negotiables because I think that's what's helping me survive. Amen, sister. That was mouthful. Amen. <laughs> no, I totally agree. I just I just say amen, amen, amen to everything you just said, like especially setting an appointment with God for me like just having even if the rest of the day is chaos even if the rest of the day is just taking it one hour at a time searching for things to do I feel like if your mornings start off the same or you you know what to expect in the morning and the morning can start off well um the rest of the day tends to go so much better like I feel like the days where we just kind of get up and do nothing and all of a sudden it's noon and all of us are still in our jammies and like haven't eaten a real meal or I haven't eaten a real meal yet for the day and like haven't done anything productive it feels like the day just feels gone like the day just feels shot so true but when we get up and we come downstairs and we have breakfast and then we we I do my prayer and my like you said like appointment with God and talk to my kids about it and then we go right into like doing our little we just do one little like preschool lesson because that's all we have to do but when we start the day off that way I don't really care as much what happens the rest of the day because I feel like we've been productive and I feel like we are 
like active participants in our life instead of just letting life happen to us, if that makes sense. Yes, I love that. I think too, like planning your day like the night before and having these expectations helps too, because I think when we feel out of control, we just feel like we're flying by the seat of our pants. But I don't know. I think there's something to say what you just said is, you know, like even just getting the stuff done in the morning or whatever it is that you feel accomplished by, I think is huge. Yeah. Can I add one more thing that I feel like is so important for, for me? Yes, totally. Um, I feel like, I mean, everything online is showing it. The stats are showing that people are spending more time than they have ever spent online, on social media, on um, just on the internet, like all social media platforms, TikTok, Instagram, all of them are at like an all time high for um, for people being on them. Mm -hmm. Um, but I've also found like a really direct tie for me between too much social media or time on the internet and depression and anxiety. And I have just noticed that when I delete the app off my phone (laughs) and I just take a few days where I eliminate the noise of everybody else. Mm-hmm. I feel so much better. And it's I'm not so saying like get off social media and never look cuz I do feel like it also is a really great way to connect with each other and we need we need a good balance of both. But totally. Everybody's on social media right now. There's so much going on. There's so many voices. There's so many people talking about like be afraid of coronavirus or like don't I mean there's just so many opinions and there's so much noise online right now and I feel like I didn't even realize how loud it was and how how much space everything was taking up in my head until I stepped away for a day or two days and then Mm -hmm. I just let myself focus in be really present eliminate the noise and then I could come back again I just feel like taking really healthy breaks from distractions um even if it's just for one day or even just for an evening whatever is good for you like just taking really healthy breaks is really really big for me and oh I totally agree I love that you brought that up even if you like one day I left my phone in the other room all day long you know Mm -hmm. just like walking away from it it's funny because we always say that toddlers and kids have tantrums after they have too much screen time but I think I do too (laughs) Same. Like I think I think I get snappy when I'm on my phone too much. And I, I think there's something to it. So I love that you brought that up. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost I don't know, it's like you're being forced to live like this sounds so dumb, but like live how we lived in the nineties. Like just being home with your kids and just um being more present in the moment and finding other things for your mind to think about. Like Today I got my hair done and I didn't have my phone with me while I was while my hair was processing. This is going to sound so dumb, but like I sat there for almost an hour with no phone <laughs> and like nothing to do and no one to talk to and I had a really good time with my thoughts. Like <laughs> I actually I love that though. I actually just sat and like thought about stuff, like thought about my kids, thought about um my religion, thought about like 
goals that I have or things that I care about and sort of just let my mind wander and realize that I don't do that enough. And this is a really, really good time to practice that. Totally. And it, you get your power back. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's just do another fun random question and then we'll be done. Um, what in the world have we been eating and feeding our kids during this quarantine? I'm so interested. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's so funny that you put this on the outline too because I seriously feel like I kept thinking of your hot cheese. <laughs> like We are literally living on hot cheese right now. Um, If you haven't listened to the episode, Maren always talks about hot cheese being a food group because (laughs) that's what we're living on. No, think about it, you guys. I mean, (laughs) it's it's hard with kids because you're trying to like so. Okay, so for us, we just went back to like quesadillas and pizza the first like two weeks, and I was like, okay, I can't do this. Like, I'm this is not good for (laughs) this is not good for me mentally or physically or anyway. Mm-hmm. And I, so they still, my kids will probably still eat that, but I try to throw in more smoothies. What we've been doing is every, um, so yeah, if you're in like the, the rut of quesadillas and hot cheese, know that I've been there the last month, but <laughs> I Same. switched this week when I started to work out and kind of change my views on stuff. And I felt so much better. What we do is I've tried to just go to the grocery store every two weeks Um, Whereas before it was every week. But what I do is just write down meals for two weeks. And I have done clean, simple eats lately. So I just pick a dinner and I plan it out. And I try to do like our freshest foods like the first few nights. And then um, like then I'll bring in our staples of like Alfredo pasta or whatever. Mm -hmm. And and I think that's been super helpful because we totally got in the rut of just pizza again and quesadillas again. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to be able to go to the bathroom if I eat this. <laughs> this is making us all sick. So that's just what we've done. And I, it's hard. It's totally hard, especially right now. Like I tried to do a pickup and it was like four days out. So it's super mm-hmm. tricky. Shay gets exposed to the hospital. So he just does our grocery shopping for us. Um, but I just make a list off of those different meals and I don't really follow the whole clean, simple eat stuff. I just grab different recipes I like. So you can go to Pinterest, grab your favorite recipes and do the same thing. But I just grab different, um, ingredients that we need. And then we try to do it that way and try to make it last as long as we can. And then obviously we go out, we schedule days to go out to kind of help restaurants and stuff and do a takeout order. But I don't know. It's hard. It's like hit and miss. My kids have been eating quesadillas and cheese. And my husband made a comment about it the other day. And I totally got my feelings hurt because I was like, I'm doing the best I can. And and he was just talking about how they needed like an apple. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, it's true. Like they need their fruits and veggies. But it is so hard. It's so hard. So if you're in the struggle mm-hmm. right now, I feel you. What are you What are you guys eating, Merit? Well... I feel like for dinners, I've been in this routine, this uh, cycle between enchiladas, spaghetti, um, and that's it. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Talon's like, sweet, what's tonight? <laughs> You're like, there's no, there's no surprises here. Um, no, I've been, we've been trying to find some fun meals to make for dinner, and I feel like we've gotten more creative um, with it. But as far as like daytime meals, I'm not doing anything super elaborate. In fact, my kids and I have been eating the exact same meal for like three weeks now. And I'm going to share it with you because. Oh, yeah. Tell us. You might like it, too. 
but um <laughs> or someone might like anything it. any anything but, easy. <laughs> um so every day for lunch i do a toddler charcuterie board <laughs> for my kids Oh my gosh, this is so smart. Um, I got so tired of making sandwiches because I felt like I made sandwiches every day. And I don't know what it is about like spreading peanut butter or spreading mayo on bread. And I just got so tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> I sound so dumb right now. I'm dying. <laughs> quarantine, quarantine nightmare to have to spread on bread right now. Oh, I just feel like I was spreading and spreading and spreading all day <laughs> <laughs> we don't want you to lift a finger more than we have to. Oh my god! <laughs> so I just decided this one day, like I was making a ham sandwich for my boys, and I was like, I don't want to make this freaking ham sandwich. Just don't want to. So I was like, I'm just gonna like give a disassembled ham sandwich. So I like stuck some toast in the toaster. And put butter on it, which I guess is still spreading, but it just, it doesn't bother me as bad for some reason. You don't have to twist the lid to the peanut butter, right? Peanut butter's sticky. It's like a wrist workout. <laughs> oh so God. anyways, I've been giving them, literally, this is their lunch every day, some wheat toast with butter, a string cheese, ham or turkey, or some other type of like protein that's just like cut up in pieces. And then grapes or like apple slices or something, and two marshmallows if they eat everything on their plate. And <laughs> I'm totally doing this. I'm stealing this idea. This is so smart. I got this big bag of mini marshmallows, and literally the marshmallows are like sitting on the counter. And I'm like, okay, eat everything on your plate, and then you can eat these marshmallows. And that's been their lunch every day. I kid you not, every single day. Okay, For... but I'm they totally love it. doing that. They love I it. No, I'm totally doing that. That's they amazing. think it's fun. Um, and then my lunch, pretty much every day, is. Is it your turkey wrap? Oh, I have been eating a lot of <laughs> turkey wraps. Ops <laughs> oh. knows because I got on this one day and I was like, I got so sick of eating turkey wraps. So I sent Del into Del Taco to get me a, a burrito. And then I was like, oh, wait, this is just another wrap. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Just a hot wrap. It changes a, things up. It's a hot wrap. That's yeah. another food group. Hot wraps. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> From Del Taco. <laughs> Yum. It's the only place that doesn't have a way long line ops, okay? <laughs> hey, have you ever tried their water? I don't know what it is, but Del Taco's water is so good. Really? I'm not even kidding. Yes. I have no idea why. And I haven't had it for a long time, but I just remember going there and always getting a water because it was so good. Maybe you were Side just note. really thirsty one time when I you went there. <laughs> I'm sure it's nothing more than tap water, but for some reason it tastes so good. Oh my gosh. This is why people listen to our podcast. So we can give recommendations like this. Go to Del Taco for their water, Get you guys. Water. You will not be disappointed. We're so full of good tips. <laughs> they really do have good Diet Coke there, though. <laughs> truth comes out oh my gosh this is how um, my caffeine's coming through because oh, i'm yeah. drinking this whole thing <laughs> um okay but 
no. Okay, so I guess once I got tired of turkey wraps, this is what I started eating. And this is all I've eaten <laughs> for for a couple weeks now. It's toast. And then I, like, squish some avocado on there with a fork because I'm not spreading that way. And then <laughs> I slice some tomatoes and put those on top. And then I do, like, a fried egg. Um, oh, yum. With, like, the runny yolk. Yolk. That's the best. Do you say the L in yolk? Or do you just I say don't. yolk? <laughs> say it normal. <laughs> I have no idea. The yolk, but is it is it called a fried egg? If it's <laughs> she's like dying over her. Yolk. Oh my gosh! Oh, we're like a quarantine tornado over here. <laughs> is it called a fried egg if the yolk's runny? Um, I, I think feel like it's called a poached egg. No, 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 no. Poached eggs are in water. You're right. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think that a sounds fried good. egg. A fried egg is. Is it over? You're easy? right. Like sunshine. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> sunny side up. <laughs> no, sunny side up is when you've only done the bottom, right? Oh, I have no idea, but we should know this because we used to do our <laughs> podcast meetings over breakfast. <laughs> We did. <laughs> but breakfast at midnight. Oh my gosh, seriously. Okay. So funny. I'm sorry, you guys. That's our little tangent for the day. But yes, so toast, avocado, tomato, and egg. And then every time I go to the store, that's all I buy for myself for the week is like bread, eggs, avocado, tomatoes. And I haven't gotten sick of it yet, but... It took me about a week to get sick of um, turkey wrap, so I'll let you guys know what my next thing is. Thing is, the other thing too that's so easy is when you go to Costco, grab those non breads. Yeah, they're like little, and we've done like pizzas on them, so I just spread sauce and mozzarella cheese on them, or just melt cheese. Like that's easier than a quesadilla sometimes. <laughs> so we've been doing that, but you just you got to do what's best for you and what's easiest because. We're all just surviving, right? I feel like everyone's either using this time to like work out all the time and post workout videos or they're using it to like gain the COVID-19. Not sure <laughs> which one I am yet. I know. I think <laughs> though, I mean, I know you're joking when you're saying that, but I also feel like sometimes it feels like, do you see these like homeschool people posting? Like just like Moms are killing it right now everywhere, it feels like. Right. And then you feel like you look at yourself and you're like, oh, my gosh, I didn't do that with my kid. We didn't even do school today. And <laughs> we basically ate Cadbury eggs and watched Disney Plus all day long. <laughs> yep. So I think it's like that's so normal to just have days, too. You know, like, yeah, I think so often you see all these workouts and you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't. Like right now, I just can't. And I think that's OK. <laughs> Yeah, totally. we're just surviving. Here's just your daily reminder to not compare. No, like no one's getting on social media every day to to share about the amount of hours that Disney Plus is on. They're getting on no during kidding. during the good moments. They're getting on and sharing the good things. So don't compare your low moments to someone else's high moments. Just remember that we're all doing our best. And to you moms out there who are like totally killing it with homeschool and crafts and all of that. We're so proud of you and you moms who are just like surviving the day without going completely insane. We're proud of you too. 
I agree. I agree. It's hard. It's hard. It's for sure tricky. a tricky state that we're all in, trying to just navigate all of this. And I don't think there's a wrong way to do it as long as there's you're just trying to love your kids. I think that's all that matters. So love that. Okay. Well, we just wanted to check in today, mamas. We will be back next week with another episode and we'll keep showing up for you guys. Hopefully this podcast can serve as just a good distraction for you guys, especially right now and a community for you during a time where community is hard to come by and we're missing everybody, but hopefully you can feel like we can wrap our arms around each other quarantine style. (laughs) Yeah. When we know you're lonely, we know that you're stuck and anxious and like for, for especially... I think it's hard for every type of mom. Stay-at-home moms, it's like we're we're used to being at home, but we look forward to those times we could get out of the house, and we can't do that anymore. And for working moms who are now forced to be at home all day and don't have that outlet of working, like I just think it's hard for everybody. I think it's hard for every type of mom. We know that you're stuck. We know that you're lonely. We know you're feeling scared. Um, but we just also hope you're taking this time to slow down, embrace your family, to focus on what's what's right in front of you to think to breathe to disconnect from the world and focus inward on your home and um we're just we we hope you can try and find find the good and let yourself cry about the bad (laughs) totally and lean into every feeling that you are because i think that's important too i love that so just as a reminder the link to our patreon can be found in the show notes and come find us online on instagram chat with us how you're doing we just love you guys so much and we're so proud of everything that you're doing keep going we got this come chat with us if you need a friend um don't suffer alone don't don't i mean come come be with us and come sit with us because even though we're far apart and no one can see you right now no one can see your suffering or if anything like that know that we see you and we want you to to come and to like get help and be our friend because we love you and you're doing it you're doing everything right and we're just proud of you for being who you are and when all else fails just remember high school musical we're all in this together (laughs) oh you guys we almost made it one episode without a song Oh my gosh. At least it wasn't Disney. Oh, Bear. It is Disney, Obs. It is? <laughs> High School oh Musical? Gosh. Of course it yeah. is. Oh, you're right. Disney Channel. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>